You should never criticize someone until you've walked a mile in their shoes. Because firstly, you'll be a mile away, so they won't be able to hear you criticizing them, and you'll have their shoes. Hi there, my name is James, and thank you so much for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters, helping men to safely navigate family life without losing their minds. This podcast is part of an A to Z parenting help series, and we're on the letter R. I'm a happily married father of three, and we live on the south coast of the UK near Brighton. I'm trying to create an online community to support parents, specifically dads, and specifically dads like myself who often struggle with their mental health. If that sounds like something you'd like to support, please follow my podcast, or if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe. I've just written a book to help first-time dads support their partners and themselves through pregnancy. If you'd like a free digital copy before it even comes out on Amazon, just cut and paste the link in the podcast episode description. Right, my first R of successful parenting is reason. Anyone who has children, and certainly anyone who has gone through or is going through the toddler stage, will know that every time you say no to your child, their knee-jerk response will be why. If your kids ask you a question that basically you know you're going to have to say no to, I would take a few moments just to give yourself a couple of reasons why you're saying no. It almost certainly won't stop them throwing tantrums, but at least hopefully when they calm down and you repeat to them why you said no, it's consistent with what you said initially. Can I have a bag of crisps? No, you're just about to eat supper. Why? Because you won't eat your supper. Yes, I will. Well, if you eat all your supper and you don't want a pudding, you can have a bag of crisps instead. This goes for any relationships. If you can give someone a reason to why you said no, hopefully it makes you seem a bit fairer. There's nothing more frustration than someone just saying no and not backing it up with any reasons. I'm fairly sure it comes across quite arrogant. They almost certainly won't agree or accept your reasons. And I found one of the hardest, most frustrating things as a parent is having to repeat yourself all the time, having to repeat your reasons. You saying I'm the parent, so therefore I'm in charge just doesn't work. And also, as well as raising children, you are raising children who may also have to raise children of their own one day. If you can give reasons to why you say no to things, it shows at least you've thought about it. You've taken their request seriously enough and have the respect to at least think about it and give reasons why you're saying no. Having reasons is basically having ammunition to back up your reasons for saying no. And the second R of successful parenting is repeat. Having to repeat yourself is infuriating. And it's one of the things when I talk to other parents that winds them up as well. Having to ask your child to brush their teeth 20 times, put their shoes on, take their feet off the sofa, don't pick their nose, don't answer back, don't wind up their brother or sister. But like learning anything, the secret is repetition. And sometimes I say things so many times I actually start to bore myself. But if you can accept that I'm probably going to have to tell my children anything between five and ten times to get them to do something, and that's not them being difficult, that's just them being children. That's them, like me, not wanting to get up and go to school. That's them, like me, not really wanting to go and brush my teeth. The hard work you're doing now is going to pay off when they're adults. Reminding them to say please and thank yous. Reminding them to ask to leave the table. Reminding them to be polite. Reminding them to all little bits of etiquette that when you add them up make the difference between someone you actually want to spend time with and someone you don't is your job is your job to repeat to them the lessons that they need to learn to become successful adults the first and probably most effective way of doing this is modeling that behavior and this leads me on to the third r of successful parenting robots yes you're going to have to repeat yourself yes you're going to have to repeat yourself numerous times to get your children to do what you want them to do and to remind them in regard to things like good manners but you're not a robot And there will be times when because you've had a tough day or because you're tired that there's something going on in your life where you don't have the energy to repeat yourself 50 times. 
when you feel the need to scream into a pillow or go for a walk. And if at the end of the day, they've managed to push you to the point where you lose your temper and you shout, the first thing I would do is take yourself out of the situation. Give yourself some physical space. When you've calmed down, I always go and apologize to my children. Make myself accountable for my actions. And then forgive yourself and remind yourself you're not a robot, you're a human being. You're not perfect. You're doing your best and that's enough. And that goes for your children. Don't have unrealistic expectations of their manners, of their behavior. Because just like you, they're not robots. Just like you, they're going to be affected by how much sleep they get and the weather and whether or not they had an argument with their friends at school or whether they're worried about something or whether they're sad or upset about something. Sometimes you've just got to go to bed and accept that the day didn't pan out how you hoped to, chalk it up to experience, get up tomorrow with the best intentions to do your best and take it on. And this leads me on to the fourth R of successful parenting, and that's resolve. There are going to be times when you get it wrong, when you lose your temper, when you raise your voice, when you don't feel great about how you've behaved. The advice I would give in that situation is accept it's happened, own the behavior, and apologize. Always make sure you resolve the situations with the people closest to you, ideally before the end of the day. Even if there's not enough hours left in the day to resolve it completely, make sure that they know that you love them and that it's going to be okay. You're not going to get it right all the time. Your children are going to watch you make a mess of it sometimes. And that's all right. Because if they then see that you're accountable for your behavior and try and fix it, then that's actually teaching them a much more valuable lesson. If you try and go through your life being perfect, then you're setting your kids up for a fall because they're definitely not going to be perfect. You're much better off modeling to them what to do when you make a mistake or when you lose your rag or you say something you wish you hadn't. That's the lesson they need to see. And the fifth and final R of successful parenting is rules. The concept of rules is not black and white. When it comes to rules, I try and think of the must, should, could concept. By that I mean there are some rules that you must adhere to. Brushing your teeth. No one hits anyone. No one steals. Everyone does their best not to lie. Everyone does their best not to wind up the little brother when they can see that he's on the edge of a massive tantrum and think it might be amusing to watch. And then you've got your shoulds. Rules that you should try and adhere to. Like I should try and make sure they eat all their vegetables. Like I should make sure they get to bed before nine o'clock. Like I should make sure they get some exercise. Like I should make sure they don't spend too much time in front of devices. Like I should make sure I read them a bedtime story every day. And then you've got your could rules. The things I could do. But if I don't do, it's not the end of the world. And the thing with rules, it's grey area. You have to be flexible with them. If you write down a list of five rules you must do every day and you only achieve four, instead of beating yourself up because you didn't do that last one, maybe try and celebrate that you did four. And in the same way, if you manage to get your kids away from the devices and you all sit down and have a meal, recognize that that's a win. Don't go 15 rounds on them not eating some broccoli. So just to clarify, my five R's for successful parenting are number one, reason. If your child asks you a question, they probably know the answer to is going to be no. Before you say no, try and come up with a couple of reasons why. It may not stop the inevitable tantrum, but at least it'll show you're consistent when once they've calmed down, you just get to repeat those reasons again. And the second R, repeat. The secret to learning any skill is repetition. And if you want your children to have good manners, then you're going to have to repeat yourself. This is frustrating. This is tiring. But the hard work, often frustrating and boring work you're doing now is going to really help them as adults. And the third R of successful parenting is robots. You're not a robot. 
So be kind to yourself. They're not robots. Sometimes they're going to get it wrong. Sometimes you're going to get it wrong. If you're doing your best and you're trying, that's enough. And the fourth R of successful parenting is resolve. Always do your best to resolve disagreements before the end of the day. And the fifth R of successful parenting is rules. Rules aren't black and white, they're grey area. And a technique that's really helped me is thinking of the must should could concepts there are some things that i must do every day there are some things i should do every day and there's some days i could do every day and that's for myself for my own development and to support my children in their development so for myself i must do some exercise i must have a cold shower i must meditate i must write every day I really hope you got some of this podcast. And as I said at the beginning, I'm trying to create an online community that really supports parents, specifically dads and specifically dads like myself who sometimes struggle with their mental health. I've also just written a book for first time dads to help them support themselves and their partners through pregnancy. If you'd like a completely free digital copy before it's even available on Amazon, all you have to do is cut and paste the link in the episode description below. I hope wherever you are in the world, you're okay. Take care. Being a dad doesn't mean you have to have all the answers to all their crazy questions like why do seagulls stare i don't know ask your mother now dad mind matters helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds two podcasts every week on a monday and a thursday my book first time dad a 42 week guide to pregnancy is available in kindle and paperback form on amazon and an audiobook form on Audible. To sign up for my monthly newsletter, please visit my website www.dadmindmatters.com.